Welcome to episode 66 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how's it been going this fine night? Eh, not too bad. I have a weird little setup going to sort cards. I watched some of the Grand Prix and then I watched you draft. Yeah, draft. And draft and play constructed, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, I watched you draft and I helped you with constructed instead of sorting cards like I should have been. Hey, if anyone if anyone needs to be sorting cards, it's me, because they're your cards, and I literally have cards surrounding me 360 degrees at this very moment. <laughs> uh, you have me beat. I have cards surrounding me everywhere except behind my right shoulder. Oh, I have stuff right behind me that I have to step over to get to my desk. I uh, know. I have I have a small <laughs> I have a small walkway that I've intentionally left for myself. Yeah, no, uh, no. We're, we have, uh, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do this. Like, yeah, my my life has just been sorting cards basically for the last. I don't even know how long. Time has no meaning anymore, John. <laughs> there is only the cards and the there sorting. There is hope. That That's. Uh, I'm just. I don't know. I like certain cards, but I am looking forward to being done. With, yeah, with all this, so. But. I was wondering, like, man, I wonder if he could, like, sort my, my playset boxes so they made more sense. I'll do it. <laughs> I don't want you taking cards out of my playset boxes as payment, though. <laughs> hey, I never said I would. <laughs> uh, no, nah, my playset boxes are actually much better maintained than my bulk. Yeah, is, my, that isn't saying is. much. <laughs> Instead of being a pile on the floor, it's, <laughs> it's a, a pile on a desk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Slight upgrades all around. Significant upgrades. Significant all upgrades all around. Oh my gosh, man! Like, I don't know. It's really funny because, you know, I'll be like, I'll, I'll hop into the drafts and stuff like that, and then I'll, um. I'll be like, oh, I've seen like 3,000 of this card like recently or like 20 million of this card recently. It's just really, I don't know. It, it warps my brain in some weird way. So, but At least you're pretty good at recognizing the cards then, right? Yeah. Like, you, It is you, actually really, really nice because I can just look at stuff and be like, oh, it's that card. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, I've held way too many of that 50, card. 50,000 of these. Also, I am, you know, when it first happened, I was like, whatever, I don't care. Like, you know, the so Ixalan and Rivals of Ixalan have the reprints of like Sailor of Means yep. and uh, Raptor Companion. Yep. So I'm okay with that, but Jesus Christ, they didn't have to do the same f- art. Like, <laughs> oh my God, is that the biggest pain in the ass in the world? Like, that is my biggest complaint because it's just impossible to like flip through cards really fast, especially when you just take your entire goddamn draft deck and throw it into the box. <laughs> Uh, well, in my defense, I don't throw it directly into the box. It goes into a pile on my desk, and then that gets thrown directly into the box. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it gets, it gets mixed around more and makes it even harder. Yeah, because yeah, then you'll randomly come across like a pack of, you know, Rise of the Eldrazi or some weird random shit for no reason. I like... love it when I'm going through and it's like all the same set, all the same set. And like one random pack is something all the same set. And uh, suddenly it's like a string of four ofs. 
and it's like oh standard rotated <laughs> yep yeah but... i actually i have like i filled the one 3000 count box that i kept with me <laughs> is that and... coming to me no I'm. I'm not. I. I. Well, I debated it, but I'm like, no. He's. He feels like he's almost done. I can't just dream crush him. Oh, like dude, that. I'll do it because, like, I've been sorting through stuff, and you know, I'm taking everything for like my play sets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's like I run across these random sets, and it's like I'm missing one stupid freaking card that's like some <laughs> stupid jank uncommon that you never got or whatever. Like, I like. I get it when I'm missing, you know, good cards that you probably pull out and trade and sell or something like that. But when it's like, I'm going through and it's like, like what was, I, I just started Innistrad and it's like, yeah, I couldn't find two more. I couldn't find two Thraben purebloods or, or another kinder catch. Really? Like, <laughs> like that is not your most voluminous like set of stuff, but like Christ man, like <laughs> it's just like, uh, I don't know. It makes the world makes no sense. That's well, all I have to say. The fu- but like the funny thing about all this though is like I'm sitting on packs that I haven't opened because I don't have boxes to put them in. <laughs> you still don't, even after this is all done. <laughs> but, I was like, I don't, uh, I don't want to crack open a pack of Dominaria because like, well, my box is already full. <laughs> and I don't want to buy another one because I'm going to be moving soon. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just sitting. Like, I already sit on a crap ton of unopened booster packs, but it's actually getting worse. <laughs> worse or better? Apparently, I need to stop winning. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know what to do anymore. So here's what here's what you do. You take those booster packs. You bring them over here. We pack war. And you give me the bulk. I, I suppose that actually would be the most efficient method of getting them where they need to be, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, see, and then you never have to deal with them too. So there's just pure upside. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, see you there. That's what we could do. I don't know. All's all's I wish is that like everything was in order and there wasn't like random cards strewn there. But then I suppose my job wouldn't mean anything. But, yeah, I wouldn't be giving you my cards to organize if they were already in order. Yeah, but see, that's the problem. <laughs> I suppose. Speaking of things that, in a perfect world, we could change. Why don't you introduce this topic? Since I made such a spectacular segue, it's exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, God, when did I get this idea? Was it Monday or Tuesday? Must have been Tuesday because we never have anything ready on a month. <laughs> well, was like I like got an idea. I'm like, I'm I was I don't I think actually I know exactly what I was thinking about, and we're gonna talk about it. Okay, let's I'm talk like, about it. I'm like, man, I wish I could change this thing in Magic, and that like led me to the idea is like we talk a lot about like all the great and wonderful things in Magic. And we don't throw enough shade at it. <laughs> Everyone else is doing that for us, but... I know, but it's like, you know, <laughs> you got a rib on the things that you love, right? Like, this is true. You know, this is true. You, you don't jokingly refer to someone you don't know as something unless you're an asshole to their face, right? Like, you do that to the people who are your friends. Yeah. And I feel as if we don't give magic 
enough hate for how much we love it. We got to balance it out a little. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this this episode is basically things we would change in magic if we could. We'll see how deep down the rabbit hole we go with this. Yeah. My stuff is really stupid, but I I don't know. I think I'm right. <laughs> sure, I guess. All right. <laughs> what do you got for us, John? All right. I uh, The first one we're going to talk about is one that pretty much anyone knows that I don't like. Because it takes away the ability to have any sort of skill in a game of magic. I just want to be able to leverage my skill against people. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? And Hexproof doesn't let me do that. Because <laughs> Hexproof is the epitome of you can't touch me, leave me alone with my big dumb idiot. And worst of all, Hexproof isn't even always a big dumb idiot. There is no goddamn reason to put Hexproof on a 1-1 one, one for 1 mana without the intent of being cute or making it broken. And that's how we get boggles. Yeah. Like boggles is not something that should exist. <laughs> no, boggles is fine. I'm going to I'm going to stand up for boggles here. I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate against you here too. Mm-hmm. Like So Normally this is my job. <laughs> no, nah, normally it's my job <laughs> in life. Uh That's fine. Okay, but so like I think hexproof is fine. The problem is, is that they yes they made some mistakes. Honestly, I think the biggest mistake is actually, um, invisible stalker. Is that what it's called? Uh, the one one unblockable. The what? Yep, the one one unblockable with hexproof. That is just one of the worst designs ever. Because yes, <laughs> because so. The point, the point of hexproof isn't that it can't be targeted by spells and abilities. The point of hexproof is that it makes creatures matter. Like that's the big piece about it. Like instead of having, instead of being able to deal with stuff with your removal spells, you now have to deal with it with creature combat. And if it's done in the right way, it's actually somewhat interesting. Like, and I'll be honest. Like I agree with you. Unplayable garbage is just an annoying card to me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Carnage Tyrant is just. It's not even that like it's good. It's just annoying, you know. And I, and I get it. You sit there and you're like, I got all these sweet removal spells in my hand, and I literally can't do anything. But, I still think that like something like that needs to exist, and they just need to keep the numbers low, and I don't think they can push it too hard. Well, the weird thing with Hexproof is they they ca- they need to keep the numbers low, but they can't keep it too low. Yeah. Like, we've already established that Slippery Boggle and Glade Cover Scout are not cards. Like, they directly promote non-interactive games because of how you build the deck around them, obviously, right? Like, It depends on the environment with those. Like, those I'm okay with more so. Because, yeah, like, not- think about Glade Cover Scout and, like, what was it? It was printed in M13 or something, wasn't it? Like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, think about it in that environment. It's like, K. Like, yeah. the problem is this when you start branching out into the larger world of magic. Well, yeah, that's that's mainly what I'm referring to, right? Oh, okay. Like, I, yeah. Uh. 
like, can you name me a hexproof card, pure hexproof, yep. that is either that is act just a perfectly fine card that isn't either broken or unplayable? That isn't either broken or unplayable. Yes. Oh, it needs to be one either one of those. Yes. For its time or now. Either or. Uh, is that card? I'm trying to think if the card is hexproof now. The closest thing I can think of is Thrun the Last Troll. Okay. But that's just like a hoser in control matchups, right? Like, yeah. Because they decided to give him hexproof and regenerate. Which, but at least it gets. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about that. At least it gets brickwalled by a Tarmogoyf. So, like. One of the things I would like to see is more activate activated hexproof. Yeah, like I I suppose one of, I didn't mention that, but like ev- th- this whole this whole episode isn't ju- like you know it's things we would change. We're also going to be telling why or how we oh, would yeah. change it if we could. So yeah, yeah like like we're just I, we're gonna argue about shit basically. Yeah, <laughs> I like hexproof as an activated ability. Like uh-huh. Wily Bandar is unplayable garbage in every format ever but people are blinded by it because it's a one one for one that you can pay through mana and make it indestructible yeah but it's an activated ability which gives the card play and i like that it makes like now you have to make interesting decisions like i don't think every card in the world needs to be you know activated abilities and stuff like that but I like it when they do that. It's just because it makes it so you have to make decisions about the cards. It's like, do I hold the mana up? Do you know? Do I attack in with it? Blah blah. blah. It's like holding. It's like holding open a combat trick. You know? Exactly. Like I actually like Bristling Hydra as a magic card. Uh, Bristling Hydra is a four three for four in green. That it when it's about you to get three energy, and you can spend three energy to give it hexproof and a plus one plus one counter. Like, okay. I think that is a good design. Because you like you have to choose between well, do I want to use it to give it plus one plus one? Do I want to save it to give it hexproof? Like it's a four three. It actually gets brickwalled by a lot in the format. There's a lot of play. Four three is a relevant stat number. Exactly. Like on both ends. Yeah. And like there's a lot of play to that card as a result, and I like it as a result. Mm-hmm. Like that is a good hexproof card. Yeah. It's the fire and forget BS that's stuff like Carnage Tyrant that makes everyone think it's good. I mean, Carnage Tyrant is like... I don't know. Carnage Tyrant. People play that card more often than they should. I agree. (laughs) I actually... I had a guy two weeks ago at FNM, actually, who he was playing a Grixis control deck, and he's like, man, I just can never beat a a Carnage Tyrant. I'm like, if you build your deck right, even as control, you will never lose to a Carnage Tyrant. And he's like, but it's like designed to be good against me. I'm like, no, it's not. And like, I've been like, I'm explained to him that I've never (laughs) lost a game because a card was a Carnage Tyrant. Yeah. It's like, it could literally have been anything because like Carnage Tyrant is, it's trying to fight on the wrong axis for how control decks should be built at this point. I'm like explaining that to him and stuff. And it was weird. Did he gloss Uh, over and... (laughs) I don't think he was listening very much to me. I think he just thought I was like trying to like say I was awesome because I've never lost to a Carnage Tyrant when actually I was just trying to explain that Carnage Tyrant is bad. (laughs) 
that's like <laughs> that's like your religion now is that carnage carnage tyrant is bad to some carnage, degree <laughs> carnage tyrant is bad and if you slow play you're a terrible person <laughs> like it just reflects on you as a human being yep <laughs> uh man <laughs> yeah um one thing about hexproof though that i that i actually approve of wholeheartedly is i love knight of grace and knight of malice are the, oh those are the ones with the hexproof from hexproof color. from color i that's cool that they're trying that. that yeah like the i like those designs because those like they obviously they completely hose one color yeah but I'm fine with that because I think people should have to diversify. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a big fan of hexproof from X, as long as he- it's not like hexproof from your opponent or something. Yes, like that. Right. I mean, like, what could go wrong if you did like protection from your opponent? Yeah, I mean, it's not like it would completely warp and damage a format or anything for yeah. six months. It'd be totally fine. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, I adore that, and I really hope they keep they keep put going down that path with Hexproof because that just yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah, so it, it does seem like a good thing. I'm, you know, I've enjoyed it too. Plus, those cards are just cool. <laughs> yeah, like I love mirrored sets, and they're a mirrored set of knights, obviously, yeah. and like the design on them is sweet, and the design of it just isn't stupid, right? Like, yeah. protection is not a good ability. Protection is a terrible like. A bit like design wise is kind of a terrible ability yeah like it, it's a powerful ability but it's a terrible yeah. design wise it's really hard to explain to someone what yeah. protection is when they're new there's just so many pieces to it yeah it's like oh it can't just remember the acronym debt and they're like what is that supposed to mean mm. like <laughs> all these things yeah it does like 15 different things huh. yeah all right, I think we've I think we've beaten Hexproof to death enough. Not enough. Not enough. Until okay. it is dead, we have not beaten it to death. But we can move on. So actually, I'm going to ask something else just to derail things again. Um, it. Hexproof or Shroud? I prefer Shroud as a mechanic because it just is even. I like symmetry a lot with card effects. Um. And Shroud keeps you from doing stupid shit like equipping and stuff like that. Like, Shroud forces them to make the creature massive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a, a 2 2 Shroud for 2 is like whatever. You just, it's a grizzly bear. Yeah. Like, you know, but like a 6 6 flying trample Shroud for 7 mana in Simic is like one of the bombs in its colors, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You know, Simic Sky Swallower is a is a is a perfectly reasonable card, but the thing is, it can never grow beyond that, mm-hmm. and that like not that, without some significant shenanigans. Yeah, like insane things have to go on for it to grow beyond that, and I think that's fine because like even though that card is extremely powerful, your opponent knows what they have to do to deal with it. They mm-hmm. need six power that can block flyers, and that at least gives them something to work towards and play towards, like. You know, it's never going to grow beyond that, and as a result, I like Shroud. Okay. Like, I'm actually okay. I I get why Shroud doesn't exist anymore because it's weird. Yeah, it's, but it's I, not intuitive. It's like why you know downside abilities, which it kind of is in that case. It is, was originally or, or not, invented yeah. as one, wasn't it? Um, I don't think so. 
I've always like when I first heard of Shroud, I thought it was a downside. Really? Yeah, I'm like, why would I? Why would I not want to target my own creatures? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, this is See, forever. This is a long time ago when I first thought of. Saw oh that, no! But... Did you did you play combat tricks on creatures? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, because I don't think I have ever like in my life really cared about that. So um, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, I, all I, I'm I, doing is playing two two flyers for four all day. So <laughs> yeah, when I first saw Shroud, I thought I thought it was bad. But I, then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, the, like nowadays, like knowing what I know about magic, I would rather have Shroud exist than Hexproof. Yeah, but there's but funniness. Hexproof, with that. Yeah. yeah, Hexproof from a color is also a very nice little shift. So, mm-hmm. all right, cool. All right, what's your what's your next giant complaint? All right, this is one that has literally been beaten to death yes right shaman <laughs> death right shaman Get out. <laughs> death right shaman yep arguably pound for pound the most powerful planeswalker ever printed <laughs> one man of planeswalkers are good it's like you know like like think of tibbles they're like man i don't think we can make a fair and balanced two mana planeswalker. So they made Tibble garbage. Yep. And they're like, man, I think we can make a fair and balanced one mana planeswalker for its standard format. Yep. And they did. And they did. The problem is fair and balanced and standard is broken as all hell in literally every other format but vintage. Please please see Treasure Cruise and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See these cards and look how all the hell breaks loose. Yeah. Deathrite Shaman was is like the epitome of like you look at this card and someone was like someone obviously looked at this like I think it needs a little bit more power. Yeah, somebody's like, oh we need to juice it a little bit. Yeah. I think it needs a little more power. Just just a, a titch more after that. How about just a tiny bit more after that? How's that, right? This car saw play over Grim Lava Mancer in Burn Decks. That's insane. Yeah. Like, screw this card. I think I think I don't think somebody was like, oh, we just need to keep powering this card up. I think somebody was like, ah, oh, let's just give it a little extra, like at near the end of development, and turned the wrong knob, basically. Like Well, like I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard tell that the reason why it has a second point of toughness is because there was too much things that dealt one damage or gave negative one, negative one in that format, and they didn't want it to die to things in standard. I believe it. Like, that's they did, honestly what I believe. Yeah, they didn't want it to die to Golgari Charm or Electricery. Funny. Which is just life-tilting. And, and now we're punished in Eternal Formats for it. Like... Everything about Deathrite Shaman literally boils down to that second point of toughness. Like, if it was a 1-1, it would be just an incredibly more reasonable card. Yeah, and it's, like, you don't think, you're like, why does one more point of toughness matter? It dies to shock. Yeah. It matters so much. Oh my god. Like, the fact that you can kill a true name nemesis with Drown in Filth and keep your Deathrite Shaman, 
or yeah, is it Dread? Or it's not Dread of Dill. Uh, Dread, Dread of Darkness. No. Uh, te- toxic Deluge. Sorry. Oh, okay. The, I'm, thinking the, uh, I'm thinking of the card that kills white creatures. Is what I'm. Thinking. Yeah, Toxic Del- Deluge can kill a true name nemesis, and you get to keep your Deathrite Shaman around. That's insane. Because screw you. Like the aforementioned Golgari Charm, which does see legacy play, can't kill it. Marsh casualties can't kill it unless you kick it for six mana. <laughs> like <sighs> blocks Goblin Lackey all day. I swear that's not my only reason for this card being on the list, but it blocks Goblin Lackey all day. That card is just oh my gosh, that card is annoying. It's just. It's so much more annoying than it should be, too. Yeah, like, the card single-handedly pushed blue-black reanimator out of the format. Yep. That's insane. Like, uh. so now people play red-black reanimator because it's more explosive and can get out there before Deathrite Shaman can do anything. Yeah. What the hell world do we live in? The world of Deathrite Shaman. I just... I can't even. All hail. Uh, yep. Yep. I mean, it's funny how much two toughness has mattered. Yeah. Like, uh, Monastery Swift Spear. Yeah. Like, that card is magnitudes better than it was, than it would be if it was a 1 1. Absolutely. Like,. Being just a 1-1 is not good enough. Raging Goblin says hi. Yeah. Like, one extra point of toughness. Like, I don't think Mentor would have seen play in its standard format if it didn't have one more point of toughness. I'm not, I could be, I'm not, willing, I could, to, I'm not willing to go that far. Yeah, I, well, I could be forgetting something, but I distinctly recall that one more point of toughness mattering a lot more than it should have. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I think that is just true, is that it just mattered a lot more than it should have. Yeah. Like, even in standard, it mattered more than it should have. <laughs> and that's not saying anything for the older formats. Yeah. Where, you know, cards like Fork Bolt used to see main deck play in Legacy. Because <laughs> it was a two for one. Yep. You see. Oh, it was, yeah. I, I'm right there with you, man. Fork Bolt was, yeah. And then Watsy decided we should print more one twos for one with relevant abilities. Yeah. Because Squire is not good enough. <laughs> Squire yeah. stats, yo. Yeah. NC play. Yeah, apparently. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Watsy. <laughs> it's just life tilts you, doesn't it? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. That's, so, why, so, that's why we got to do this is so you could just bitch about that, right? Can I actually like this is less of a complaint about Watsi and more just something that actively bothers me mentally as a person, and I honestly don't get why. Okay. So, in limited. Okay. Would you rather play a three-one for two or a one-three for two? Depends on, on the depends on the deck. Obviously. On the blind, just random format, just in general, which do you value more? Uh, random format? Yep. The 1-3, probably. Okay. Why? So, well, so, 
I, I suppose one three versus three one is probably not a good comparison, but like maybe like three two versus two three is a better comparison. Okay. Moral of the story. In most formats, like a three two for three is better than a two three for three. Yeah. Because the extra point of power. Yeah. I have this weird like this like if any card has less toughness than its mana costs, I automatically devalue it more than I should. <laughs> I don't know why. I like I have no idea what makes me think this, but it's like, man, like I wish its stats were more balanced. I'd like it more. Like <laughs> I have this weird thing where it's like, well, it's a 3-2. It dies to shock. Oh, it's a 2-3. This card's way better. But it's not. No. And I don't get why. Like, this is, and this is on every spot on the curve. Like, really? It can go all the way up. I would rather play a 4-5 than a 5-4. Huh. I don't know why. Like, 2-3 like, and 3-2, like, is one that sits in a weird balance because, like, it being able to block 2-2s is, like, a lot of times really relevant. Uh huh. But yeah, I don't know. Like, like it's I don't know what it is, but it's like I'm like, well, man, this my my five four can just get double blocked by two two twos, and then I'm out my five four. Even though I got a two, like I this it this doesn't actually affect my picks ever because I'm not that dumb, but I always feel bad when I do it. Uh... I was like, oh, my five four is just gonna trade for two two twos, and I'm gonna feel bad. Never mind that a 3-3 three, three and a 2-2 two, two can just double block my 4-5 and they only lose one card and it's actively worse for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's how my brain works. I don't like when cards have less power than they have mana cost. Or less toughness than they have mana cost. Hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. We, we all got our hang-ups, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to mention that because it popped in my head the other day. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with my brain? I mean... Let's not. We don't got that much time. We're not going to get that. No one's got that kind of time. Ain't nobody. Okay. <sighs> All right. All right. What do you got next for us? Now that we've right. begged on Death Ray Shaman. <laughs> now that's another punching bag that I can wail on for hours. But yeah. Uh, this is actually a very very minor one. Um. This is more something that just kind of like popped in my head randomly that it doesn't really matter at all. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I'm like, I feel they should do this more. And I'm probably wrong because I'm sure it'll get broken in some way. Mm -hmm. But lands that pretty much always enter the battlefield tapped. I think they should print more of them with uh, subtypes. Like the basic land types. Hmm. This is entirely for terrible reasons. Mainly, I would really like to be able to like fetch a scry land someday because that would be sweet. <laughs> and also, um, I th it would be semi useful in like EDH and stuff, mm -hmm. which obviously I know you don't care about EDH at all. No, but like you know, being able to play like a Sky Shroud claim and go and find two dual lands that are both happen to be forests, which just allow people more diversity and more broken yeah, mana bases. That sounds scary to start out with there. <laughs> well, 
it's in Commander, though, right? Like, we're legally allowed to have Soul Ring. I, I fair. But, like, I don't know. I suppose, like, it, I suppose it doesn't matter in any of the things, but, like, being able to, like, I don't know, whatever, like, th this card's terrible, I know, but, like, Ranger's Path and get, like, three colors of mana sounds sketchy or something like that, but... Which is fair. Like, I, I, I think that actually specifies basics, but you know what I'm saying, like... Yeah, like, I, I get what you're saying, but, like, so we already have... Fetch we have multiple types of fetchable dual lands in modern as it is. Mm -hmm. um, there's the I don't it's the the buddy lands or whatever. If you don't have two or more basics, they enter the battlefield taps. Mm -hmm. Like we already have those, and those don't see play outside of scape shift. So like I feel like there's a lot of room there. Like I don't think the upside is high enough to warrant doing this. Yeah, but I'm weird and like taking risks with things like i would rather see magic take risks than not take risks i mean it does though so i know they do like i i this is no shade towards oh, watsi yeah. in general it's just something that like, i would like there to be a little bit more diversity in land types for the lands that they play fair you know like it's it's completely like pointless and doesn't matter like because i originally i got this thought about the battle bond lands mm-hmm so I'm like, oh, well, the Battle Bond lands are nifty because, you know, like they only entered untapped if you have two or more opponents. And I think I'm like, why can't these be dual lands? Like, they're not going to see play ever in an older format because, you know, they're always going to enter the battlefield tapped. Yeah. So in every sense, a shock land is just better if you don't have actual dual lands. And then, yeah. I don't know. They need to bring back gates and layers. Gates and layers? Yeah. What are gates and layers? And oh, type. You, you didn't say layers. You said layer. I heard you wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I'm uh, like, we have layers. Layers exist. They're really complicated. Uh, yeah. Now you're layer. Yeah, I, yeah layer. Like Croesus's lair and those yes. weird ass things. Those lands were terrible. Did you have to like sacrifice a land when they came into play, uh -oh. or they were, did they force you to bounce a land? I don't remember which. I gotta look really quick because I can't I'd, remember. I'd also look, but I don't have access to my keyboard at the moment. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I think you had to bounce a land. There were try lands that you had to bounce a land. Okay, so the, yeah, those aren't that bad. They're not, not that good, bad. but no, they're not that good. But I mean, I suppose Karoos are playable because Karoos are technically up a yeah, source. So double lands. Yeah, never mind. The Trilands are terrible. They're not good, at least. Layer is an interesting subtype, though. Also, Gates. I think that I you know. I just like seeing those weird subtypes. Yeah, the problem is then you have to like print something that cares about them usually. Yes, you do, and I think they should. Yeah, maybe more of them. <laughs> more broken things to tutor yeah. up with your mates. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to go off on one of like my random things that makes no mechanical sense, really, or doesn't really matter mechanically all right. at all. But like, I would love. I love subtypes like that, and I would love to see like 
they you know it's almost impossible for them to do it now but i would love to see them have done flavorful subtypes for instance in sorceries like arcane no flavorful <laughs> like like you could have you arcane mean... but like so like you know you have lightning bolt is like you know lightning subtype or electricity subtype or something like that and like fireball is fire subtype you know glacial ray is ice subtype um but like have some subtypes like that that you can put on things so you can you know do fun things like you know return target fire spell from your graveyard to your hand you know have a creature that increases the damage of fire spells and things like that so would that be noticeably different from something like red or blue specific specifying like return target red spell from your hand instead of fire spell from your hand yes and no because that's my main thing with that is like it might be just adding complexity oh i'm sure it is right. yeah i mean i agree with that but like <laughs> you know there's certain spells that you could split across multiple colors and now you can return either one of those to your you know or that's do something true. with that I don't know. I just, I just think there was some good room. There'd be some cool room for that, and it would be, it would be, it would be fun and flavorful if nothing else. If that makes sense. Yeah, like it sounds interesting in concept, but like thinking about it, I feel like there would be a lot oh, of there's, like there's excess tracking going on. Issues. But like you know, then you can add fun trinket text on cards of like you know protection from fire spells. You know, things like that. Can't block mm. cowards. <laughs> Best flavor text All right. ever. So there's my dumb thing to tack onto your dual lands thing. but All right. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I like subtypes. I don't know if I... I don't know... Okay, I have another subtype thing also that I'm going to add on here. I think you can get behind this. All right. Frexian should be a creature more, type. Say so more goblins. I'm honestly shocked that it isn't. The reason it isn't is because it wasn't. <laughs> as weird as that statement sounds, is because they didn't do it back when the Frexians first were around. Yeah, but there was the great creature update of the world. And they ending. didn't do it then. So if they didn't do it then, which happened before, you know, New Phyrexia and all that stuff. So yeah, that's dumb. I know. Like, I, I, like I feel like that is a, a creature type that should just exist in Magic, and maybe and maybe well, next Phyrexians time they, are a race. Yeah, and maybe next time they go there, they do a creature type update. Who yeah. knows? Like, I think it'd be worth it, but because. The Frexians. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Frexian not being a creature type is egregious. Yeah, I think that's one thing. It's like, this this is in, an injustice. I don't know if we can correct it, but... Yeah. Yeah, because Frexians are definitely a race. They should have their own race. Yeah. Okay. It's a horrifying race that, you know, makes the world ter a terrible place to live, but... Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We already have humans who do the same thing. I don't see much of a yeah. difference there. Okay, so 
But what else you got? Uh, I feel as if we would be doing a disservice if we didn't bring this up. All right. The reserve list. Yes. The reserve list. The reserve list was a mistake that was made a long time ago. So... Yes. Is the reserve list a mistake now? I mean, there, also let me remember it. The reserve list is a mistake now. Mm-hmm. Was it at the time? No, I honestly do okay. not think it was because I I don't know if it was either. At the time, it was a reaction to a lot of people. Yeah. I'd say justifiably flipping absolute yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Basically. But the thing about the reserve list is I don't know if they necessarily knew magic would go this long. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. And as a result, it's kind of biting him in the ass now. <laughs> well, it is and it isn't. So, if I'm being completely honest about the reserve list, I honestly don't think Watsi necessarily cares if Legacy lives or dies. Sure. Like, they care as much as they care about any format living or dying, because different formats attract different people, different people are committed to the game and then they just, they just have a larger player base that benefits mm-hmm. them. Right. Like, and even though, you know, there's a whole, well, they don't make money off of legacy players usually because legacy players tend to do their own thing. You know, you don't see legacy players buying packs of Dominaria for stuff. They're going to buy the individual card they need from a, usually an online source of some mm-hmm. regard. But, that's kind of wrong because they do also, you know, a lot of people who play Legacy play it on um, Magic Online also. And eventually, all roads do lead back to someone eventually bought those products from yeah. Watsi. So Watsi, it does make money off eternal formats. But as like just a general evaluation, I don't think it really matters if legacy was to die as far as Watsi is concerned. I also don't fault them mm-hmm. for this. Like, This is not like a man, Watsi sucks because they don't care about this thing. This is a Watsi doesn't have a reason to care. Because like I said, you know, it doesn't make them money. Really. Mm-hmm. So, and like, the only interaction they have with things involving the reserve list is basically people whining and complaining about the reserve list existing and how legacy is dying and yada 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 and because Watsi's a company and they care about their you know their their face and all that kind of stuff they're kind of obligated to be like you know we understand but yada 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 like I don't think Watsi necessarily even needs to care about the reserve list and I think they only say slash imply that they do because people flip shit about it. Eh. 
I don't know. I don't like, know. I, 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 I think I think they care, but I think they just literally cannot do anything about it. Like I, I think yeah. I think if if they could snap their fingers and the reserve list was gone tomorrow and there were no consequences to it for them, they would do it. In, in a I agree. Like I think that I, I think it would be no question. The problem I is, think is they, they would just, do it their hands because are, their hands reasons. are completely tied. Yes, because lawyers tell them they shouldn't do that. Yeah, basically, those lawyers aren't mm-hmm. wrong. Because all hell will break loose if the reserve list goes away. But I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh, like I suppose. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those I things think... where it's like, could they fight it? Probably. They probably could repeal it and fight it. Is it worth the time and money and effort? Probably not. It's easier to just sacrifice legacy to it. Yeah. It's like, it sucks. I, like, I do think that there are ways that the reserve lists could have been implemented better, if not fixed. But at this point, you can't fix it. Like, it is set as it is. Yeah, like... You can't change the reserve list for what it is because people will flip out no matter what. Like, uh, I've I've kind of of the opinion that like you know, if they want to, if they were to keep a reserve list, I think they should be able to call it, like, take the important things like dual lands off of it, leave drop of honey on the reserve list because who really cares? Leave moat on there, leave tabernacle at Pendrel Vale on there. The only thing that I think is egregious on the reserve list, besides Zabiri Goldenfeather, because he's never going to be worth you. anything. Thank you. <laughs> is actually, actually, you know what the so the worst card that is on the reserve list is not the dual lands. Mudhole. That's not on there. It, but it is Thunder Spirit. Because they can never print. A because they can never print. They they can never print a two two first strike for one white white. 2-2 two, two first strike flying for one white white. And that is annoying because that is the perfect cost for that type of card. Yep. <laughs> and and would be super relevant in in like a limited format too, probably. It'd be it'd be the, uh, the perfect card to have in there and it's just gone. Yeah. Like that's the most frustrating one to me, honestly. As stupid as that sounds. Yeah, like I I think putting there are certain things that just should not have been put on there, and that they were put on there for poor reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's like these cards see play; they're worth you know twenty dollars. Let's put it on the reserve list to make sure that they're always worth twenty dollars. And now they're worth eight hundred for an underground sea. Is that what they're up to? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That's just that's that underground sea you bought for four hundred dollars. Look. Hundred percent better. <laughs> Upgrades. Yep. Yeah, like I don't know. The reserve list is obnoxious. I mean, we just live with. Like the thing is, is that like at this point, we can cry and throw tantrums and yell at them and kick things and throw fits and do whatever we want. It is what it is. Yeah, like, 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 
people get mad that they won't talk about it and won't do anything about it. And like, I literally think they just can't do anything about it. And the more they talk about it, the more they dig a hole. Yeah. Like that's, I think, I think if they talk about the reserve list and say anything, that's just ammo. If, if they ever try to challenge it and a court case comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point they just shrug and leave it there and that's it. Shrug. This is this isn't it really unfortunate that this thing exists that we happen to have put into existence because people complained and now you <laughs> now the same you know, well not obviously not the same people, but now people want us to repeal it because they're complaining. Yeah. Like Yeah. It sucks. Trust me. I you know. I would like to have more people be able to play Legacy. Yep. But it's gone done dead, yo. I mean, shit. It's, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You just shrug. But, I don't know. Like... I suppose, what is, what is your opinion on the fabulous little theory that I constantly see people bring up that Watsi will repeal the reserve list as one final cash grab when magic is dying. It's basically just people trying to piss and moan about Watsi being, you know, a company trying to make money and implying that they're bad because of it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, We'll see when we get there, I guess, is all I can say about that. But it's, I don't know, that seems... Haters gonna hate. It's its yeah. just people trying to find an excuse to complain about Watsy being a business. The thing the thing Instead is, is though, charity. if they repeal the... The thing is, if they're in trouble and they repeal the, the reserve list, they're not going to get out of trouble, is the problem. No. Like, it's gonna actually put them in more trouble because, like, the, the reserve list isn't a PR issue. Yeah. Or a money making issue. It's a legal issue. Like at this point, the thing is is that it there's there's an expectation with it, and people probably could actually win lawsuits against it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as I said, like they like their lawyers need to get everything in order and they might be able to do it. But like it's one of those things where it's like if they repeal the reserve list and like lost the stuff, like magic is just gone. Mm-hmm. No, like no matter when they do it. To some degree, I think like the company just dissolved. Like they're just like, well, shit, that's it. <laughs> That'd be a you know? lot of money to be paying out if they lost. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I just every time I like I, I've heard it like that a few times, and every time I see, it, I'm like, man, what's it like to just be that full of like bile for people who succeed? That's all it really amounts to is just a guy pissing and moaning because, you know, Watsy's a successful company. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But people are dumb. Well start. That's enough that's enough about the reserve list, I think. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So for one last thing, I want to point out one thing we did not mention intentionally. And that's the mana system. <laughs> Which is like the bad guy of magic that I have heard so many people say they would change. Like, I don't know. I don't know where you are on this, John, considering you apparently it hates you and you cry. But 
Bitter, like, bitter tears. Bitter, bitter tears. The mana system is one of the best, like, one of the things that makes magic as good of a game as it is. And I would not change that in a million years. No. Like, everything about Watsi's mana system is just, like, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest here. Like, yeah. Richard Garfield knocked it out of the park on... I don't know if it was actually his first try, but I'm going to say We're it was his first it try. Because yeah. Richard Garfield is Richard Garfield. Yes. Dude knows how to make games and not just magic. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've heard a lot of people complain about it and talk about other types of resource systems and things like that, and I just would never give up the mana system because I think it's so... It's so good. It makes this ga- the game just better. I mean, yeah, you get non-games every once in a while, but I think be- I think the games that you lose to it is easily made up by the quality of the games, the other games. I agree. Like, the mana system is just part of the variance of magic, and while variance can just kick you in the nuts sometimes, it's like, yeah, it's magic. Deal yep. with it. <laughs> I think that's one of the beautiful things about it is having that just enough variance, you know? Yeah, like, if magic was just, like, the same old thing every single time, it would get very boring. People would stop mm-hmm. playing it because it would be boring. Yeah. And we don't want that. Magic's great. We do not. Match, you know, I'm casually staring at an insanely large amount of magic cards in front of me because magic is great. Even with all of its, you know, mana screw and mana flood and annoyance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. I get to play Magic. Yep. I mean, we kind of bag on things for a while, but yeah. <laughs> like I said, you gotta, you gotta show them a little bit of tough love every once in a while. Yeah. It's good for them. Keeps them honest. Builds character. Exactly. All right. All right. John, you got anything else before we close it up for the day? I think I've had enough random tangents today. All right. Cool. So if you want to send us some feedback, you can shoot us an email at thelocalmeta at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. You can catch my stream at twitch.tv slash llamas. I stream mostly on the weekends. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Other than that, John? Anything you wanna any parting words? I own way too many magic cards, dude. Okay. I have most of them here. You but... do. You have a large majority. There's yeah. still too many of them sitting in front of me. <laughs> I'll take some of them if you need. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Alright then. So we will catch you next time. See ya.